Today's episode is brought to you by FindDigs, the industry's most advanced leasing and application software. Stop wasting your time examining pay stubs and calling previous rental references. FindDigs advanced bank linking tech instantly verifies income, rental payment history, and identity right alongside credit, criminal, and eviction reports for less than you're probably paying now. Start making faster, smarter leasing decisions today by visiting findigs.com backslash Jason to schedule a 10-minute demo. Again, that's findigs.com and findigs is F-I-N-D-I-G. S.com backslash Jason. All right, so I just had a Josh Carey on the show. Get ready. This is just a dynamic episode. We're going to really dive into just limiting beliefs, breaking out of your comfort zone, and really just finding your best self. Josh spent 40 years in hiding his words, not mine. And he was hiding from every aspect of himself and showing up with a mask on in all areas of his life, trying to gain approval of everyone else. In 19, he changed his name, entered in what would become a 15-year career as a professional actor and filmmaker. And today, he's actually transitioned to the co-founder of PodMax. And you've heard Eric Cabral also on the show. It's a podcast production and media company that provides training events catered to entrepreneurs who have a meaningful message to share. And so we also dive into what is F that noise, a, a term that Josh really uses in his day and practices with his students and what noise actually means. Um, so just stay tuned to the end. You're going to break down the acronym of noise and just how you can really do that to prepare yourself for a better future. Enjoy the show. Josh, welcome to the show. How are you? I am extremely well. Thank you. Awesome. And I love that. And I expected there because I just had, uh, as I said, Eric Brawl on the show. And he said, uh, Josh Carey is an energizer bunny who is four dimensional. And that that's basically in a great way, sizing up your, your ability to be an MC for an event as we spoke about, which I thought was awesome. But it it's not because of my awkward ears, the bunny uh, reference. No, I don't. I, I wasn't put in a stage, so I, I, I'm not thinking so. But on that front, I, I think I mean, it was in a good context. I'm taking it. Wonderful. So. Then I shall take it too. And you bring up a good point because I think it's on us to place everything we come across and hear into the context that will best serve us. Yeah, and I love that. So I, I, I talked offline about really you and just who you are, right? But I, I can't skip over the first sentence in your bio. Josh spent 40 years in hiding, hiding from every aspect of himself and showing up with a mask in all areas of his life, trying to gain the approval of everyone else. Dude, I love that. There's just, there's such a part of this world where this this is the narrative for millions of people, right? And was, for someone listening, just saying, I connect with that, I just don't know how to stop. What was that thing? What was it that, that stood out that that was that, that moment of, I don't know if there's a moment of reckoning or the understanding that, okay, it's time to, to change or make a change? Yeah, well, in that context, I've become and I am the hidden entrepreneur for that reason. And it's it's very gratifying, you can imagine, that when I, I naturally got to that place in my life, and we'll probably double back into all those pieces that got me to the... To, to be the hidden entrepreneur from spending decades in hiding, dark, depressed, angry, frustrated, miserable, showing up 
uh, hiding all of my ability in exchange for that desperate wanting of seeking approval. And the more I talk about it, the more I get exactly what you said, that there, it, it just resonates. Everybody can relate. Everybody has their own version to some extent of it. So the biggest frustration for me was that while I was doing it, I was quite aware of what was happening and what I was doing. Sometimes we lie to ourselves and fool ourselves so wonderfully that we convince ourselves that, no, this is who I am and what it's about. But I would do this. I would show up into the world not wanting to make you feel uncomfortable because, oh my goodness, imagine what would happen if I just showed up doing what I'm more than capable of doing and it made you feel just a bit insecure about who you were. Oh, and now you're gonna lash out at me because I'm the one mirroring that for you and showing what potential is within all of us. Yeah. Back in the day, I didn't have the ability to, to sort of support that if that retaliation came my way. So I just didn't deal with it. But behind closed doors, I would be miserable, frustrated, jealous of those doing because I was well into well aware that I don't know why I'm doing this. I, I just can't show up, you know, with my full intent here. So I'm not. And that caused a lot of grief, a lot of aggravation. As the universe had it, uh, I am blessed today with two adoring children, a seven-year-old daughter, a five-year-old son who they've been my everything. Early on in their young lives, I realized I see what's happening here. I'm the child in this circle and I've got some work to do. You guys keep doing what you're doing. I'm not gonna, oh, you stop that. I always knew I wanted to be a father and wasn't gonna blow this chance. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I didn't wanna continue down this path where they're growing up with a father who is just weak and small and miserable because what would happen? They'd become that way. And projecting myself into the future, knowing that if I came on this path, they'd be the same way. I wouldn't be able to live with myself. But now there's something I can do. And that ultimately was the moment, seeing these two adoring children, knowing that I want to and can be the proudest of father. I may have showed up less than ideal in every other situation in my life, but not here, not now, not in front of my children, who I am proud of, who I'm going to make proud, and, I, and who I'm going to allow be the catalyst for me going forward. And that was enough to make the choice to show up as fully as I could. Yeah, I love that. And something about fatherhood, right? And you, but even just looking at kids, I mean, kids, there's, we lose this, this ability to be childlike at some point in our life, right? Because we're told by the narrative of our surroundings, our environment that we just have to now be serious, right? We, we can't, we can't look stupid, right? Or even talking back where you didn't want to hurt someone's feelings, right? It was almost like, I don't want to ask a question that maybe I want to know the answer to because I don't want to look stupid. And I don't want to put someone else on the spot, right? We all have these limiting beliefs, whether it's labeling myself, you know, I'm stupid, I'll never get there. Um, I, I might as well not try because I'm going to fail. You know, um, I'm fat, so there's no reason for me to diet, you know, or even just setting up the future, right? So the future's dim, like no matter what I do, it's going to fail. But you have to say to yourself, just what is it? that I want and what's really holding me back, right? What is that that end of the world clause that's gonna keep me there? And something, sometimes you bring something into your environment, like children, right? That you just say, well, now it, me is going to become them. And it, I, it has to change now. And for people looking out there, you, you just have to look at yourself and say, 
I, I wasn't put here to be average, right? I, I was put here to have a purpose, right? I was put here to be something. And now am I choosing this or is this how it actually is? And so many times we, we're choosing it even if we don't think we are. Well, it, it's always a hundred percent choice. And I love that word and I use that word and I embrace that word. And I, and like I said in the, in the previous thing, which is I, because of my children, I then made the choice and that's what it yeah. comes down to, uh, whether we acknowledge it or not, whether it's deliberate or not. And I love that you mentioned childlike because my whole life I was, um, I, I had that, um, quality, but prior to who I am today, it always felt a little uh, insulting if people would see it or feel it or acknowledge it. But I was always the one asking a thousand questions. So it's probably no surprise that I'm, you know, uh, exercising my fullest potential through a podcast medium as a host and whatnot. But I was always curious. I was always childlike and playful and sometimes to an immaturity side. Uh, granted, but that's because I wasn't confident with who I am and, and how I'm showing up into the world. Today, I I, I still embrace that that childlike element in, in as much as is is um, is uh, relevant. You know, I'm I'm professional certainly when it needs to be, but I think being childlike, we don't give ourselves permission to do that enough. Uh, I'm extremely curious. Uh, I'll ask a thousand questions if need be because I know what I'm capable of, who I am and how I show up. Yeah, and there's a million people in the room that are thanking you for asking those questions because they want to know that answer, but they don't want to be the one who looks dumb, right? To, to stand up and say that. And so I'm hoping someone asks this question, you let it go by and then you get stuck in the same paradigm where you were because you weren't comfortable asking that question and you don't get that next logical step because it seems like, well, that person's so far down the road. So, you know, they're, they're so far ahead of me. So I'm saying, well, how do I get from A to B? I'm just saying, well, I guess, you know, I'll never get to Z because I, I, I feel stupid just asking what B is. Mm. Yeah, and it also comes down to this. We keep using the word confidence and how do you arrive at that? Because for me, I spent these decades just unraveling myself and showing up less than ideal while fully knowing what I'm capable of, finally being able to make the choice through my children and saying no more. So from that choice, what happens? It's a slow and steady process of just putting the one step in front and seeing, okay, what happened? Okay, feels good. Nobody really retaliated, which was my biggest fear. I thought that if I come out of this small, feeble-like person and, uh, you know, dare step into and do what I'm capable of, that the people that uh, I've been attracting my whole life are gonna retaliate and say, excuse me, who do you think you are doing that? You're not, that's not you, get, get back where you belong. Got it. So retaliating being like puts you in your place with their words and just talk you down. Interesting. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I, once I made that decision for myself through my children, I said, it's now or never. It's got to be done. I'm going to do what it takes because I know logically and emotionally what I'm capable of and I'm going to do it. So all it took was finding one person, one coach, one mentor that I was working with and getting a little bit of confidence there and knowing, again, always knowing. And I, I argue that every one of us are in this situation. We know darn well what we're capable of. We know darn well what we should be doing and could be doing and want to be doing. We just don't. We convince ourselves consciously and subconsciously otherwise. But we know 
what we should, could, and have to be doing. It's just the choice not to for all those reasons of fear. So I gathered one person in my corner to help me venture down this path to sort of vouch for me and, and relying on that saying, okay, I feel confident enough that if anybody should start to retaliate, I'm gonna go running to this person. I'm gonna, you know, uh, and, 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 that, and that worked. First of all, yeah. to this day, nobody's retaliating because I'm not focusing on it. I'm not looking for it. I'm not thinking about it. So it doesn't appear right now. But over time, I've gathered so many people in my court, right, who I'm fans of and colleagues of and vice versa, that I now look at everybody who is in my world as peers, as colleagues, as friends, as fans, as collaborators, as co-creators of everything. And I see everybody literally as this strong force field around me. I'm supported, I'm doing my part to support them, and should anybody try to quote unquote retaliate and say, excuse me, who do you think you are? I've now gathered enough people around me to feel the vibe, to feel the energy, and keep that going that nobody's getting through. I have people like you, Jason. The fact that I'm here right now is part of it. Thank you for, for being one of those people. Yeah, you love it. And what really, the, the part where you are now um, shouldn't overshadow the first thing you said, which is that you got one person in your corner, right? You got that first win and social media, so many other things put just the end result out there, right? So now I'm magical. Now, now everything's really going in the right direction, but it started with just saying, I just need to get a win in my day. And so many times we just, we focus on the negatives and just say, and say like, okay, all these bad things are happening, but no, just start with that win, right? And that, that was, a lot of my transition was like, okay, I'm just gonna get a bunch of these small wins, okay? So get up super early, okay, check, you know, run, check, cold shower, check, do this, yeah. check, right? And they're not magical, monumental things, right? But they're just creating that narrative that is, I'm here to win and set a winning narrative. And that is why I'm put here. But these small wins are gonna build me to that. So when that time comes up, that now I can have this large group around me that I'm bringing because I'm manifesting the good energy, I'm ready for it, right? Because if you were thrown into that early on, or like when you were first starting this, it might've just been too overwhelming because you weren't, weren't ultimately ready for it yet, but you started with the, the one win, right? And now you're ready for it because that you now have that one person on your team, now 10 people on your team, now 100 people on your team, and now they have their team. So, and it just keeps going, but it's just creating, opening yourself to that energy, right? Opening yourself to that person. And, and that person now says, okay, cool, I see it. How about that next person, right? And it just continues to draw you down the road. Yeah, and the thing that works for me is that absolutely getting these small wins, everything that you laid out, these patterns, these habits, these rituals, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, that also reframe your beliefs and your thoughts about yourself and the people in your world, that needs to change if you ever wanna make that change. So for me, what it all came down to through my children and doing all this work and gathering the people in my court and taking the action and seeing the wins, the small, medium and larger wins that build uh, momentum and collect on themselves. Uh, the one thing that put it into perspective for me was really seeing the end result, which is the fact that life is gonna end for all of us uh, some way, somehow, before too long, right? No matter what our age is, in the blink of an eye, it's gonna be over. 50, 60 years for me, best case scenario, it's done. 
right? Now that might sound dark and morbid to some people, but it's actually light and energizing for me because what that does is say, okay, well then it's about right now. There is no time to waste. So the more that I can realize that, you know what? I wanna be the best I can in each moment. It gives me the ability to show up perfectly for myself, for those around me and for my children because I am well aware that life can end. Yes, best case scenario, that's gonna be over like this. We know that, wow, life moves fast. We hear it constantly. But also that's best case scenario. You know what worst case scenario is? It ending in a moment without warning anytime. Truth be told. So with that knowledge, I say, I want every moment with my children, should it be my last, to be as significant and ideal as possible. So what I've been able to connect is what I call the ultimate question that I've been able to answer for myself and I get some clients to do the same thing. Answer the question, take some time to answer for yourself, how would you like to be remembered? I happen to ask that of every podcast guest that I, uh, I bring onto my show, but I've done the work myself. And it, it, it's significant for this reason. When you answer the question for yourself, how would I like to be remembered and really tie it into something meaningful? For me, it has to do with my children, but whatever it is for you, really connect the dots and make it meaningful. What that does is it allows you to step forward, to take the action you know you need to take, you should be taking, you could be taking, you must be taking to reach your, your goals. Then when you have connected how I want to be remembered to the actions I'm taking, you can confidently take those actions because without that, like me, I have felt, well, what are people going to say? What are they going to think? How is it going to look? Am I going to look foolish? Am I going to look silly? But I don't have the time or the need really to get everybody's buy-in who's paying attention and say, do you guys mind if I uh, send this email or if I come out with this product? Do you mind if I charge this for my thing? Who minds? Who thinks it's a little much, right? I don't need everybody's buy-in because I've answered the question for myself how I want to be remembered. This action, whether it's small, medium, or large, is to that end. So. Don't worry, I got it covered. Trust in myself, because that's what I'm doing. And it gives me the ability to confidently do exactly what I'm saying, what we know we are capable of doing. Yeah, it's, it's magical, that question right there, because you can now align your actions with really the end, right? Am I doing what needs to be done to reach this ultimate question of how do you like to be remembered, right? Because mm-hmm. this is a vast world and there's so much information going on there. I mean, you see things that are just happening in the news and then all of a sudden they're gone, right? They're just gone, right? You know, wildfires in Australia, right? They, they were there and now they, no one's heard about them for months. So I, I don't know whatever happened, right? So, but like things like that have just disappeared, right? And you're just like, what? Okay, just because there's so much out there, right? It's moving so quickly and we have to place what we want in front of us and just go after it, right? There's no time to waste. Like that point about death, yeah, you can look at it two ways. I'm gonna die. Well, okay, let me be depressed about it and just waste all the time I have or just say, let's use it. Let's use that time so I can life. And it gets back to that child moment of just discovering and being involved and being out there and being open. And when you can do that, you will really 
push to experience that. And so I don't, I don't want to let you go without just really understanding really just the F the noise, F that noise term. Talk to me what that means, where, where that comes into life and, and how I should use that productively. Well, thanks for asking. Day. So um, I've tied how I've gotten out of this dark place 40 plus years to this much better place that I am I am only just beginning and that 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 keeps me alive and fueled and passionate each and every day and I came up with the phrase f that noise and of course noise refers to all that junk going on in our head that has been there for all so long but also I've broken it down to an acronym, N-O-I-S-E. And what we're talking about here, and I'll go through each one briefly for you. When we're talking about noise, we are talking about a specific set of emotions, predominantly one emotion that you always default to, that always drives your life, perhaps in a very negative way, that you know on the other side of that you're, you're now beating yourself up and kicking yourself and a bit embarrassed and a lot of shame usually like oh God, that, that's me I just, I just don't like being that person or that that happened or that i experienced that so um i'll go through each one um it, it's all about uh the emotion like i said so the first thing you want to do with the n is you want to name the emotion uh, yes, there are some residual ones, but what's really that main driving emotion that you're experiencing day in and day out that you're very well aware is there. Now, disclaimer, this all is going to require a bit of self-reflection, right? Looking on the inside and dare I say, getting honest with yourself. So if you're not ready to do that, okay, come back to this when you are. But if you're really ready to commit to it, it's gonna be some, some, some time alone with yourself to really getting honest with yourself. Name the emotion. For me, it was anger, right? Like what am I, it, it's anger. So let's start there. Uh, and, and for you, it can be, uh, you know, uh, depression, confusion, jealousy, uh, some level of fear that you can break down into a yeah. further emotion that comes out. So now you've named it. Now you move on to the O, which is you will own the emotion, which means you're going to take it on and it's going to be yours and all yours. You've heard it before. You don't give the power away. This gives you the ability to make the change you're looking to make here. It's not about, well, if only they stopped doing that, or if only I wasn't part of this. That's called victimizing, right? I was there all my life, didn't even realize it was a thing until a couple of years ago. It came across my radar. I heard about playing the victim that, yeah, well, I'm this way because of that or because of them or because of this thing. That's playing the victim, that things always happen to me and I have no control over it. When it, it came into my awareness, I said, oh my goodness, I didn't even know that, that, that that's a thing, let alone it's my thing, which is great. So own it, the power is yours, you have the ability to, to change it. Then we're gonna go on to the I, which is you must identify with it and say it's a sense of admission, right? Not to another person, but to yourself, to your higher being, to your soul, however you relate there, to your spirit, to your energy, to your source. Um, I am, identify with it. I am angry. I am jealous. I am very depressed. Identify with it. Then the S, you are going to sit with it. 
Now, this doesn't have to take weeks or months. It could take some days or just start this very minute. Once you go through that process, to sit with it means you are now going to become aware of what triggers this emotion in you. You're going to be very aware of, is it a certain person? Is it a certain topic? Is it a certain place? Is it a certain time of day? Is it a certain object, a thing? What is triggering this? And the more you 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 you, you sit with it and then begin to acknowledge it, the more you're going to be able to create separation because what happens is so much of this becomes habitual and our days become habitual. But now we're, be, we're, we're creating a very strong sense of self-awareness, which means we're going to be able to create some separation between the actual event where the emotion arises and the actual feeling of the emotion. You can almost stop it in its tracks and it takes a little bit of time. It takes a little bit of work and awareness. But the more you do that, the more you're going to be able to distance yourself from it, learn from it, put it aside, tie all this together, and you will naturally flow into the E of all this, which is you will evolve into the person you've always been. I love that because you actually the evolve into the person you've always been. And I think the been is that the key word right there, right? As I'm writing it here, I'm thinking it. We are that person. We're just choosing this noise yeah. to allow us to take it on. And when we can concentrate and label that emotion and really sit with it and just understand yeah. it. It's not a change. I, 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 I specifically, I'm very, very happy you, you picked up on that. I don't say uh, you will change into the person or you're becoming this person. It goes back to what I say. We've oh, we all have the ability for for greatness, right? Yeah. That that's that's already there. So we don't have to we don't have to gather it. Uh, it it's it's already there. We already have yeah. it. So so you're just removing all this stuff and evolving into the person that that you've always been because we all already have the capability within. Awesome. Well, Josh, I, I I've really enjoyed this. I I've, I've learned a ton. Uh, I know the listeners are going to learn a ton from this show. So okay. thanks so much for coming on. Where where can people find you? Where's the best way to connect? You could stop by my website, which is joshcarry.com. And that's, of course, the big fork in the road. You can find links to other projects I'm working on. You can find the social networks you want to stalk me on and uh, watch my videos and listen to my show and do what you will on the website. That's right. Josh Carey, no more hiding, man. Thank you so much for your time. Super appreciate you. This has been a pleasure, Jason. Thank you so much for the invite. Thank you. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day bringing us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check this out. Can't wait to see you.